And again, I don't want to know how you know RuPaul's getting getting his or her coins up. Hey, what's good, folks? It's your boy, the Bowman One Two L, aka Black Aquaman, and as always, you are listening to the thirty seventh, forty first edition of the Slam Bros Show. With me, as always, is Illawasi. Illa, what's good? Everything is gravy. What up, Bowman? Let's get it. I thought we discussed a few episodes ago, you weren't allowed to stand next to people because you was at NYC Comic Con making everyone look like small children. (laughs) Except for uh, Eliel Lucero. Shout out to him. Finally got to meet him face to face. He definitely uh, always holds it down. We do comics I copped. And, uh, you know, so it was cool to meet that cat in person. Met Val Complex, a couple of other listeners. So it was a cool NYCC experience. Hopefully lined up some special guests for some future episodes of the Slam Bros. If, uh, we're uh, working on that. You know, if that comes to fruition or not. Because uh, these wrestlers have some shady people around them in their circles. <laughs> so we'll see what comes of it, though. Hey, before we get to those dirt shoots, let's actually hit a special edition of Comics I Cop from none other than Illawasi. What you cop from NYC? Oh, man. All kind of greatness. I mean, I was there holding it down, repping the Slam Bros and the Fan Bros out there doing my thing. Um, You know, I'm a big comics head, so I definitely would love to get the the Comics I Cop show really rocking. But, you know, there's a a big hold up on that front. But um, NYCC was great. There were a lot of legends in the house. Uh, WWE legends were in the house. Um, so, you know, it was cool. I, I grabbed some stuff from Image and Skybound, some nice sacred, you know, sacred creatures, Gasolina, Wicked and Divine uh, hardcover joints. So there's a lot of great comics out there for people to cop. But enough of all that. Let's dig in the dirt. Grab your shovel. Time to play the game. Play the game. <laughs> All right, boom. Let's get in the dirt sheets this week. Uh, the question is not really the dirt sheets, but who's not showing up to work this week? Man, it was all good just a week ago. Or was it? Uh, it seems Neville just uh, pulled a stone cold Steve Austin, took his ball, and went home. And that was like, uh, fuck you hoes. yeah to the surprise of everyone uh neville has seemingly quit the company this shit hit like a ton of bricks last monday when he wasn't there apparently neville quitting uh prompted the company to rewrite on the spot and is why Kalisto is the current cruiserweight champion but no one's really saying anything neville hasn't said anything wwe's denying everything and also um, they're not confirming anything, but multiple sources like Pro Wrestling Insider have said that Neville has been unhappy with his position. He's been unhappy with his direction. He's been a little bitter because he was uh, left off of the WrestleMania Blu-ray and DVD. His kickoff match show, uh, his his kickoff match with uh, uh, the Greatest Man Double uh, A Austin Aries was left off, meaning he could not get any royalties from the DVD sales which was, uh, of course, one of the motivating factors that influenced Austin Aries to ask for his release 
earlier in the year. So, wait. So Aries knew about the Blu-ray, or he just didn't like being in the that slot. Uh, he didn't like being in the slot compound with the lack of royalties from the Blu-ray was part of his decision to ask for his release. Gotcha. Okay. Because Aries saw himself more than just being stuck on 205 Live and being a cruiserweight. And it seemed that the E just wanted to leave him in there. And I guess it's the same thing Neville is seeing himself. So, yeah. So even though... Uh, new rumors today are saying that even though uh, Neville's been unhappy since January and he's looking to try and pull a Cody Rhodes, seeing you can make good money on the indies and, you know, do the best work you can, choosing the dates you want to work, you know? So. Well, I mean, it's a lot of the WWE wrestlers. That's the rumor that a lot of them are considering hitting up Cody Rhodes and going that route, you know, seeing if they can see success outside of WWE. Well, now that they got, you know, I mean, that's smart, though. Once you've got a lot of WWE checks under your belt, you know, you got a couple hundred thousand dollars saved up, tucked away. Then you can hit the indies, maybe make a lesser payday, but it's still good money and live your life. So yeah. if you manage your money well, you know, it's tucked away those those merch sales. That's why Alicia Fox is looking for that shirt. <laughs> Yo, I'm, look, I'm so glad. We we're going to talk about it later, man. But, you know, I was so excited that she got a new shirt. You just don't, like that's merch. That legit is merch. That's like money in her pocket. Like, if you don't have merch, if you don't have a lot of merch, you can't get those checks coming in every month. Those extra checks. Homegirl only had one shirt in ten years. Like, right? That's that's whack, yo. That's whack. Now she has a new shirt. Well, her, it's not the best shirt, her entire, but at least it's a her shirt. Her entire character is whack, but you know that's a story for another day, I guess. <laughs> But we also had rumors that Nia Jax is actually uh, getting a little spicy, too. Nia Bay, say it ain't so, trying to lead the E. That she's she's looking for a higher payday. That, you know, she feels that her work is being underappreciated, her position. True, true. And uh, she's, yo, power move. She's the Rock's cousin, yo. She's a cousin we actually like. She's dope. (laughs) She's She's a good wrestler. I mean, she has a you know a unique look. She does a thing. And she has, no, she's she has fly, a, good, man. a good following. So I mean, she's she's dope. She's good. You know, uh, she's very motivational. Uh, like you know, you talk to her. She's like plus size model, whatever that means. I won't even say plus size. I just say she's a model. You know, uh, inspirational to a lot of people out there. Does what she wants. She's cool. She plays the Sega Genesis. Kick it old school. Night of Champions. Like uh, um. Excuse me, Eternal Champions getting my Genesis games mixed up, man. Yo, like, just I, keep back I, in the day, man. I don't, I don't know if I even want to know how you know all these weird details about Nia Jax like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if I wanted to go there under Creeper Well with you. <laughs> nah, she's she's been on uh, Xavier Woods' channel, Up, Up, Down, Down. And so she's talking about how, you know, she used to chill at The Rock uh, when she was younger. She'd get advice from him and um, how Eternal Champions was one of her games on the Genesis. Now, mind you, I didn't play Eternal Champions like that, all right? It wasn't my thing. Uh, I was more of an Earthworm Gym guy, that Sonic and Knuckles, and, of course, that Street Fighter 2. <laughs> that was that was me, you know? Um, but, you know, we all had the games we played back in Sega Genesis because we wasn't making money like that. We was just jits in the street, so that's what it was. But Nia, she's, she's trying to get paid. She's the Rock's cousin. Pay this girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's squatting with two divas on her back, yo. 
Like, pay this girl. And WWE stay fucking up, though, especially the women's <laughs> division. I mean, so that goes back to Gail Kim back in the day. It's just so much. They have talented wrestlers, and they let these fucking Bellas get the strap and do dumb shit. And it's like, it's just stupid. Hashtag WWE logic. You know, Nia Jax is dope. I mean, you got Bailey, Sasha, Alexa Bliss. They can all go in the ring. And they just do dumb shit. You know, they, they 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 just let the whole situations, you know, fritter away. I mean, true, Awesome Kong got pregnant, but they still could have brought her back. So it's just. They, yeah, they could have brought her back. Like, so disrespectful. Like, she could have came back. So, I mean. Like, ladies get pregnant. I, newsflash. <laughs> newsflash to the E. Oh, my God. You have babies? So, Since when? Oh. But yeah, so a lot of people trying to get away, break away from WWE, you know, from the uh, the wrestling masters, and uh, get out on their own. They they's trying to be free <laughs> on the indie oh, scene and circuit. Well, cool, man. Is that everything in the dirt? Or did you, did you find no, something? We else? have a little bit more in the dirt. Uh, uh, apparently, don't say it. Don't. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bray Wyatt. Oh, brother Bo Dallas. Okay. And uh, JoJo are sick. Or maybe it's just, what is it? I think the report is that Bo is sick with meningitis. And um, because, you know, Bro and his brother, they they, they travel together, you know. So they've been keeping them home. Uh, Bray has been kept isolated just as a preventative. He's not sick, but they're, you know, they're watching for symptoms and whatnot. Ah, so that's why he's only been on the screen. Yeah, and uh, also JoJo is also being kept off the screen too because yeah, she be all up on that Bray Wyatt, Ew. which is which is still a thing. I guess so, but it, I, but isn't Bray and his wife still a thing? I don't even you know I don't even know the inner workings of these people. Like I'm not judging, I'm not judging nobody's business. Because I mean Bray Bray's married, you know JoJo is supposed to be the side piece from, from what I like, understand. These are, these are grown adults making adult decisions. I mean, I guess so. You know, hey. <laughs> so that's that probably gives some offering as why uh, Bray Wyatt's been making his uh, his sixth grade uh, you know TV production videos. Basically, I mean, because <laughs> I, I would too though, because that puts everything in perspective. That really, put, it's like you, you know, you 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 uh you got JoJo as your side piece. You're winning in life, even if you're losing in the ring. <laughs> it's just something about you got JoJo as your side chick. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, we gotta we might we might have to tone it back on on Bray Wyatt just a taste. Although this whole Sister Abigail thing, I we have to see how it plays out because is it gonna be Paige, the ghost who wrestles, or is it gonna be Dra- uh, Bray in drag? I mean, I don't know which direction they're gonna go, and I'm look. I'm I'm, I think, I'm having visions of Randy Orton on the wrestling ring. That's a fucking uh, TV oh screen oh flashing God. through my eyes. But you know, we can look, discuss I feel that like to even call it drag would be disrespectful to RuPaul. My man RuPaul is out here making money right now, and and to even call that drag is disrespectful to all the work this man's done over the last twenty years. And again, I don't want to know how you know RuPaul's getting getting his or her coins up. Hey, you got you got to listen to these podcasts, man. Shout out to Alicia Tyler. Yeah, uh, she did she did a podcast with Ru. 
years ago. A uh, very interesting listen on her uh, Girl on Guy podcast about three years ago. Go listen. She's got a lot of great interviews in there. Uh, if you go back and listen to it. Um, but two more things uh, in the dirt sheets. Illa, let me propose an idea to you and the rest of the Slam Bros. All right. Uh, as we know, WWE logic is just horrible. Often leaves us scratching our heads, wondering what the hell is going on. What in the hell? So I was talking to the homie Megaran. Shout out Megaran, um, Matt Mania podcast. Check it out. Yeah, I didn't even get to holler at Megaran while I was up at NYCC. Damn. Shout out to the homie Megaran. He's like, "Yo, why don't y'all cover more Ring of Honor?" And then an idea hit me. What if we just cut off WWE for a month? And for, you know, our two episodes we get out for an entire month, we just watch Ring of Honor in New Japan. Well, all right. You want to you want to see the the good wrestling? I don't know. Just cut it off. I mean, WWE's bad, but if you want to see some good wrestling, uh Ring of Honor World, no, excuse me, New Japan World's out there. We get a key. It's not a bad you idea. You see the G1. Let's hear from the the Slam Bros, the Slam Bros family, the Slam Brethren. What what say you Slam Bros? Kind of getting crickets on my end, but you know, you know, the people let the people speak. Like y'all want to see some real headbutts? Y'all want to see where Seth Rollins got his new finisher from? We can actually see some match with Kenny Omega and what it's supposed to actually look like. The rain trigger? Uh, whatever. Yeah, he's called. He called Kenny Omega calls it the V trigger knee because it's Street Fighter reference. But I have no clue. Uh, Seth Rollins calls it the ripcord knee, but it just looks, just looks stupid when Seth does it. It's just. Just not the same. I mean, what do you expect from a dude who dresses like a Power Ranger? Come on. Oh, man. Uh, yo, more on that later. But right now, of course, it's time for our weekly update. No fucking <laughs> way. No way did this dude do something else. <laughs> no, you're about to say something completely different. I know you are. Go ahead. Let me hear what you got to say. No, it's it's time for the further adventures. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> This dude needs Yo. to be doing some uh some uh the most interesting man in the world commercials. He needs to get with that beer company and like get the old man out, get the new dude out, and he needs to take over that role. Man. All right, so what, what, what happens when now? he gets his life together? When he gets his life together, we'll be out of a segment. Okay, <laughs> just a segment gone. <laughs> so Alberto, you know, you and the ghost who wrestles, y'all keep doing what y'all do. Because you keep providing this premium content for the Slam Bros. And that just never ceases to amaze me. Last Adventures. Hey, Alberto, Alpatron, he's so amigos. When we last joined our hero, it was discovered that El Patron apparently still had a job and was going to be receiving a promotion after said job. After being suspended from his parent company. Well, his company has made it a, made it clear that Patron will be coming back to work at Bound for Glory. Uh, allegedly, this is a wrestling pay-per-view. And after said pay-per-view, he'll be getting a big push. So, Alberto is still working his magic. But today, our update slightly different. Our homie Alberto, as we know... Uh, remember he said he was going to step down from the president role of Combat America, but then just kind of chilled and waited for uh, the heat to go down, as Ellie described it as, you know, white people shit. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> Donald Trump that situation. 
Well, uh, he's still president of Combat Americas. And to promote the promotion, Alberto has started a new podcast series on iTunes uh, where he will be pretty much introducing the world to some of the fighters of the promotion and actually breaking down the tournament that will be held in Combat America. He'll be conducting interviews. He'll be breaking down the tournament. Apparently, like $100,000 is on the line. And um, he'll be going to the histories of these fighters. Uh, apparently, these fighters from Latin America and the United States. Uh, interesting enough, uh, Alberto, he does it for the people, his people. Podcast is only in Spanish. So if you know Spanish, good. If you're trying to learn Spanish, good way to listen. If you're trying to get your Alberto fix, apparently they drop an episodes like twice a week. Damn, that boy's putting in work. Yeah. Yeah. It's always something about per- Alberto, man. This look entrepreneur, right? Restaurant owner, president of MMA company, I, I, podcaster. I have to actually give him credit because this isn't some tragic world ending episode. This is actually <laughs> mostly a positive installment in the adventures, the adventures of Alberto El Patron. So I actually got to give him some props this time out. <laughs> How long can this last, y'all? We know this man's man. history. <laughs> I'm surprised and taken aback every time. Every time. All right, let's get to it. Of course, the never-ending gauntlet of WWE pay-per-views once again continues this Sunday with table, ladders, and chairs. Oh, damn, man, this is work, yo. Can I just enjoy a Sunday? Just fold my clothes and get ready for school in the morning? Teach these miserable children? Instead, I have to go to sleep all aggravated, like, what the hell is going on? Because I'm watching the <laughs> WWE pay-per-view. Oh, man. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. All right, you're right. Uh, we're going to make some predictions, as always. Because this is what all wrestling podcasts are boiling down to now. Because it's a damn pay-per-view every Friday. Uh, kickoff show. Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox. Wow. Sasha Banks is on the kickoff show. That's That's got to sting just a bit. Just sting. Just a little bit. Yo, but the homie Alicia Fox is on the kickoff show, though. <laughs> you must have equity or something in Alicia Fox. Look, it's we're both from Florida. Uh, she's been kicking it for ten years. I gotta respect that. She hasn't been fired yet. Uh, we know how the WWE likes to treat black folks, so it's like she's been like the spook who sat by the door. Like she's biding her time playing these white folks, and they think she's not really there, but really, they think she's crazy. But she's probably planning something smarter than all of us, and she's gonna start a revolution one day. You watch, Lisa Fox. Yeah, that, that sounds wonderful on paper. But in real life, <laughs> n- nah, son. Nah. Because this is a kickoff show, and Alicia's gotten her ass handed to her twice by Sasha Banks, there is a chance she might actually win this one just as a surprise. And well, she did get that her, one victory a couple months. Her ago. merch a boost. Yeah, yeah. the The merch does need the boost. I will say that, like. 
Alicia, like her her character is problematic for me because it's like, yo, the crazy black woman thing. But she does crazy in a way that's like sometimes I I let it slide because on Monday, like when she threw the ref down and then she sat down next to the ref, like why are you down here? <laughs> I mean, it's a sad, miserable trope that she's playing, you know, archetype, but she does it well because she is definitely annoying and irritating when she does her tantrums. I mean, but unless they elevate her, it's kind of like, all right, whatever, you know, and she's been around for what, damn near a decade. Yeah. So, I mean, they need to do something with her. You know, they find her storyline, kayfabe, they find her. And I was like, that's. So you can so kayfabe you can beat the living hell out of a fellow wrestler, but don't touch a referee, or you'll get fined. Hashtag. Exactly. Okay, so um, you're going with uh, maybe a Fox surprise win. Um, I'll say a Fox win too, just to get that merch sale. She got that new shirt. Gotta have something to believe in. All right, next up, we have Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan versus Jack Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick out there repping for the 205 Live show. I don't watch 205 Live. I, I learned previously that apparently they have multiple storylines going on, and this is the second storyline <laughs> that's going on. Cedric Alexander, the folk hero of the Cruiserweight Classic, who was willed on to a contract by the WWE Universe, summoned Triple H from the back. It's now here in a nonsensical feud with Jack Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick. I no clue. Hashtag WWE logic. I don't know what's going on here. Um, I see uh, Cedric and Rich Swan with the victory over Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick. Because, uh, you know, the 50-50 booking, Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick have been beating uh, Cedric's bottom <laughs> pause for the last couple weeks. So, you know, um, this is time to get a little little payback. I like uh, Gallagher's fighting outfit now. He's You know, he's like, yo, I'm a Brooklyn, I'm a, I'm a London brawler now. You Gallagher know? is dope. I always liked his character. He was always weird. He's always distinctive. So, so, you know, I enjoy yeah. it. It's like he wasn't wearing, he was just in like, you know, wrestling trunks and now he's in a full outfit. So it's kind of crazy to see him. It's like, damn, he's wrestling in that. But it's like, it's a well, it's well, it's like, you about to go fight somebody. Like, hold on. I got to iron my pants. You about to go fight somebody. Yeah. But my pants is going to be ironed though. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I think you're right with the 50-50 booking, yeah. Also, with the 205 Live, we have uh, the Cruiserweight Championship. Kalisto, the champion, versus Enzo Amore. Man, so they put the belt on Kalisto, allegedly, because, you know, of course, Neville walked out. But also because it would have been Eddie Guerrero's birthday. So they tried to tie it in because Kalisto was inspired by Eddie Guerrero. Which, you know, a lot of people are going to be inspired by Eddie. But, like, that wasn't in the story at all. So that was, like, backstage rumbling. But why not put that in, like, the story? Because we know Bailey and Sasha uh, are both inspired heavily by Eddie Guerrero. And they like to mention that. They're like, you know, Bailey's wearing Eddie's colors. Like, these are his colors. These are the colors he won the belt from Brock Lesnar with. 
And they mention all the time, if you're going to do that with Kalisto, why not make that part of the character? And they haven't made that part of the character now. And y'all know my feeling about Enzo. Like, fuck that dude. And um, also I'm trying to figure out, like, because I don't watch 205 Live, the whole thing was everyone in the Cruiserweight division hated Enzo Amore. Not two weeks ago, correct? Now, how the hell is it that he has a Mean Street posse? How in the hell is it he's got he's got goons? If everyone hated him, it, now he's got goons, yeah, and not just like two goons, he's got like six. Enzo talks that shit. Got people on his on his squad, you know. That's what it is. I'm not down on Enzo Amore. I think Enzo's gonna get his championship back because it's way more interesting when he has the belt, and nobody cares about Callisto. If it was Rey Mysterio. Huge pop, huge ovation, huge interest. Kalisto, we don't believe you. You need more people. So, I mean, who wasn't Ooh. underwhelmed when they revealed the new Kurt Angle's new signee to 205 Live was Kalisto? Yeah, like, only Sin Cara is the other option that would have been like, yeah, whatever. So, I mean, put the belt back on Enzo. Let him keep capping on these boys. I think it was a good way to get him off the belt and end that kind of um, I had this stipulation thing that Enzo was using. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So that's a good way to do that. And then just have him get. Yeah. Have him get the belt back and then Kurt Angle not go for that, you know, uh, banana in the tailpipe again and keep it moving. (laughs) So I think Enzo Amore is going to reclaim his title on some shenanigans now that he has his crew. You know. Yeah, I think it's going back to Enzo. I mean, Kalisto just doesn't really do anything. I, I guess he got neutered, man. Like He doesn't hop off the page for you. Um, he doesn't mm, spring to mind easily when you think of a champion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm over here watching Lucha Underground. These fools are doing like 950s. Like, Kalisto, get out of here. Have you, oh, you haven't seen Ultimate Lucha, bro. Like, they just throwing people through glass tables off the goddamn balcony. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Um, Next up, next up. Oh, my God. This pause is because they're like, I don't even want to deal with this. Like, this is still going on. Like, Finn Balor, who's apparently going Super Saiyan versus Bray Wyatt. Who's apparently going RuPaul. Hey, yeah. see how the show comes together, Slam Bros. <laughs> Yeah, it all it all comes full circle. We got the Finn Balor adapting his demon persona to take on Bray Wyatt, who's utilizing the sister Abigail persona, maybe? Cause I mean, if it is Paige, then how does it fucking work as a match? It's not Paige. Is he it's just not Paige. Cross dress and is he gonna wear like a dress? Have, have you have you have you missed the promos on Raw? It's 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 Bray Wyatt in makeup with like a veil. And I've seen put, that, like, but that's the problem. I've seen auto, that. That's like auto tune on his voice too. So there's no way uh, that they're gonna they can't like actually yeah, let Bray yeah. Wyatt pull a T Pain. This is gonna happen. A RuPaul T Pain uh, psycho move. Come on, man. I, I'm just hoping RuPaul would not allow this on his show. I'm just saying. I'm hoping this is way better executed in once it comes to fruition than what is the build has been. This, this I, I have this doubts, not- but <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping it's way better than what we're thinking. Because if it's just like, I'm, 
if anyone's seen Drag Race, you know that like those fools on Drag Race would pull together something ten, a hundred times better with like stuff out of a trash can than what Bray Wyatt has presented himself with for his sister Abigail. My thing is, are they going to do a different entrance for Bray? Is sister Abigail going to be different? Like, all right. So years ago, I had, I, I had a treatment for if they were to reveal sister Abigail, what she should have been, and my idea was. Sister Abigail was like some cult leader down in Carolinas, in the mountains of like the Carolinas, north or south, doesn't matter. Once you're in the boonies, doesn't really matter. Down south, right? And Sister Abigail is the reason why we have Bray Wyatt. That sh- her cult status, you know, you got to take on a new name, a new persona, like most cults. And that affected... Bray Wyatt, because he used to be Hussey Harris, so that completely writes off like, oh, that's why he's not Husky Harris anymore. Because he joined a cult, and he learned magic voodoo powers from Sister Abigail. And just make his story. Like, everyone in the in the mountains knows about Sister Abigail. People go, they disappear, they come back, they're not the same. And because Bray Wyatt went um, cult-like, it drove his brother, Bo Dallas, insane. And that's why he became overly positive, because he's trying to compensate for the loss of his brother. So, I mean, they could have worked it in. That that was my treatment. Like, all right. But the thing is, just, just don't show her. Just don't have her be a character. Then we had last year where she got burnt by Randy Orton. She got burnt. Maybe she wasn't burnt. Or she was dead the whole time. Now she's not dead. She's a figment of Bray's imagination. Like, this, it's going to be awful. It's going to be awful. Whatever happens. I concur. So, we still have to have a prediction here. And here's the problem. Nobody wins in this scenario. Because Bray Wyatt stays taking L's. Um, Finn Balor, currently in his WWE career, the Demon has only lost to Samoa Joe in a steel cage. And that was to a second rope muscle buster. That is the only thing that has beaten the Demon so far in the WWE. Was he in the Demon persona when he lost to Samoa Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember that. Um, I mean... Um, but Bray Wyatt, which his new souped up Sister Abigail form, do you want his new Ultimate Edition to die on its first appearance? Yes. <laughs> of course, the answer is yes. So I'm picking Finn Balor for the win. Who you got? Uh, Balor in his pumpkin spice latte face. It was a pumpkin spice latte face, too. It wasn't the usual red. That's I noticed that. Nicely done. I think the next up, actually, I think is Asuka. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Versus right. Emma. Emma's forgotten the last time she faced Asuka. She's forgotten about the last time she She's faced She's about Asuka. to get a boot to the face as a clear reminder. All right. Because it was funny. It was funny. Uh, cause when Oscar faced, um, yo, what's her name? Flippy chick. Um, Emma's old sidekick. Not Ember. No, not, not Ember. No, no, not Summer Rae. Yo, um, how am I, how am I forgetting? Dana Brooke. I call myself a Dana Brooke apologist. All right. But when Oscar faced Dana Brooke, she knocked out Dana Brooke so hard Dana Brooke had memory loss. It was a funny bit they did on NXT. And the only one who knew what happened, the only one who knew about the ass whooping was 
Emma. And Emma had to try and pretend like, yo, chill, chill. Oscar just whooped your ass. Like, chill, chill. Don't call chill. You, you got you got a concussion. Chill. Um like, don't Emma's call forgotten that, about all that. Don't call this ass whooping down on you. <laughs> <laughs> like Emma has forgotten all about that, and she, maybe she's suffering from memory loss too. Well, I, I think we're just gonna see an ass kicking. Oscar is like a combination of Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar in the women's division. You don't call her down there. She's coming. Ass whooping's coming. And it's going to be a dominant victory. So I can't wait for Oscar to debut. I, I love her uh, her ring entrance. Hopefully it's going to be even flyer than usual. Oh, it's just, yeah, the mask. Yo, those masks are going to be selling. We're going to see a lot of Oscar masks in WWE shows now. Oh, yeah. You know, she's, getting, she's getting that merch money. So Emma finna get a, a reminder about that ad she had in <laughs> NXT. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's the next matchup? Uh the women's championship match, Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James. Gee, I wonder who's going to win this one. Hmm. Shenanigans, no shenanigans. What are we calling here? Uh who did does she have any partners? Mia Jax is her partner. So um, yeah, but not Nia Bay is completely protesting. I think it's just gonna be a clean match. Alexa's gonna get the clean victory. To make her look strong? I mean, at least uh, Alexa's going to do her normal heel stuff, but I don't think it's going to be shenanigans like a, uh, um, anybody entering yeah. in the match. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mickey James really, like, when she came in, she came in as, like, an enhancement veteran. Like, you don't really win. You just put over people. Um, I would say I like Mickey's work. She's been doing great work since she's been back. I really hate how... The women's stories, they kind of go this story all the time. The whole, like, you're old. And I'm like, yo, Mickey James isn't really that old, man. Like, like she's as old as Smell Joe, and no one's calling Smell Joe old. No one's calling Smell Joe old. No one's calling AJ Styles old, you know? Um, like, chill with that. I know there's a different standard for, like, you know, men and women, which is Jack. But, like, don't point that out. Wow. And even on Monday, Th- they're this like. This storyline has really touched you, huh? Man, just like let them wrestle. Like I've actually enjoyed the the ageism because it's given Alexis. I mean, she's definitely had some zingers, and Mickey's handled it well. She looks good out there. She's doing her thing. She did the nip up. She did you know her kicks, her move set. So, I w- it would be great if they actually well not great, but it would be cool if they put the belt on um, Mickey. Just kind of give her that one last little run. But Magic Eight Ball says. Not yeah. to be. Alexa Just, Bliss yeah. is going to retain her title. <clears throat> Give it. Because um, I know they got to make Alexa look strong. She's first. She's the first dual Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. But I, it's just my personal feeling, would be it would be a stronger championship match if we had a rematch between Asuka and Mickey James. Because they brought Mickey James back because nobody was ready for Asuka. And now you're going to tell me... Alexa Bliss is going to be ready for Oscar? No. We shall see. All right, and then, wait, you know what? There's a distinct lack of gimmick matches on this damn pay-per-view card. I mean, you know, that's the, what it is. You're you know right. what? They'll probably... Yeah, probably Saturday or Sunday they'll just start changing. They'll just start adding gimmicks to these matches. 
like, oh, this is not tables match. This is not chairs match. That we um, had no idea about before. Yeah, like, there had no, been no buildup for. Just like Michael Cole didn't even know. Like Michael Cole was like, they don't tell this man stuff. Like he was pointing out plot holes on Monday. Like, wait a second. I was like, shh, 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 yo, chill, Michael. You can get fired. Shh, shh, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> All right, yo, the main event. A TLC match, our only gimmick match, apparently, if my, my notes are probably wrong. TLC match, the newly reunited Shield with combat vests versus The Miz, Braun Strowman, Kane, and Sheamus and Cesaro. I would first like to say, all y'all are suckers. And y'all got fooled in the chair in Roman Reigns. How y'all feel? Y'all got tricked. <laughs> oh, man. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo. <laughs> you, know you got to love it. They actually, I got to give it to WWE. They brought the Shield back together in a way that made sense. They aligned it up, you know, lined up Dean and um, Seth, got them on track, and then pulled them into the thing with Roman. And it works. You know, it's it's no uh, faulty logic at work here. I mean, I see it as a, a, a temporary alliance, but, you know, they did the thing. Yeah, they presented an angle that, you know, they all had problems that they couldn't overcome individual, so they had to come together. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say that they formed like Volcon, Voltron because these guys clearly aren't the Wu-Tang Clan. But, uh, <laughs> you know. But they all have chest protectors, which gives them a plus seven battle defense. <laughs> yeah, now their battle defense is now up, you know, because now they're wearing the armor again. Uh, but, like, they're back. They're wearing the armor uh, they they came through the the crowd. I was wondering when on Raw when Seth and Dean came out, they still came out to their individual entrance music. So I'm like, oh, so is the music on loan from Roman? Like they can't get like the music unless Roman is there. And we know it's not the Shield without the echo, without like you know the call signs, uh, without that. And then it's just Roman's music, and then you just boo for Roman. So, <laughs> I mean, he got a smattering of boos, but they're trying to rebuild Roman, so they're figuring. Hopefully by the end of the year he'll be in decent shape. If they can get some uh, some more <clears throat> cheers for him by the Royal Rumble, you know they might be on track. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe they don't need to break up the teams. Like you can have friends, and your friends go different ways, and y'all y'all just go different things. You know, like it's like they don't have to break doesn't up. even realize it nowadays. You know, but my thing is like, yo, this match is overkill. Like it doesn't need to be three on five, right? Like realistically. Like the Shield should lose a match where it's three on five and Braun Strowman is one of these one of these people, realistically. Yeah, um, but then you have tables, ladders, and chairs. So, so if they're gonna find a way to uh, take out Strowman, um, that would be, I guess, the best way to do it. You know, at first when Kane showed up from under the ring, I was like, man, Kane, like, don't you got, like, you gotta go be mayor of a town right now. But then I stopped and I remembered, oh. Roman has been talking spicy about retiring the Undertaker, and he's been talking mad spice for a while now. So Kane's just out here to revenge his brother. So I'm like, okay, the inclusion of Kane, if they go that route, makes sense. Like he's got to get revenge for family. All right, I'll allow this. I still don't want to see him, but logically, I can't. I can't argue against the logic. Um. But, uh, like what the hell, man? He's got a. He's got. He's got to go run. He's going to be mayor of a city. He's going to be like Mike Haggard from like Final Fight. Oh my God. He is Mike Haggard from Final Fight. He just needs an iron pole now. 
Mike Hager, if you don't know, he's the mayor of Final Fight. And his finishing move is a pound driver. Kane's about to legit be a mayor. The finishing move being a pound driver. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think Kane is just on a, his, um, you know, he's, he's going to be taken off to go kind of go get into politics deeper. So I think this is a good way to kind of uh, bring him back, give him his one last, you know, little uh, hurrah. And uh, maybe enter into a program with Roman um, to kind of head out the, to end out the year. But um, this match, I th- the Shield usually takes L's, but like when they took when they were battling the wife, they were taking L's left and right. But um, I think the Shield is going to get this. Yeah, some some building the Survivor Series. Now, one of the rumors I saw was. Um, they brought the shield back together for drawing because they didn't have Brock Lesnar and then also John Cena's disappeared into the sunset or wherever John Cena goes. Hashtag uh, fuck John Cena. Uh-huh. <laughs> to recharge his batteries and whatnot. So they brought him back for drawing power. And, you know. Um, they need it. I'm just glad the smell of Joe wasn't the fifth man because I, you know, I don't, I don't want to see Joe taking L's. So. Yeah, I can't wait for Joe to get back. Get back to uh, handing out that, sem- you know, that Samoa magic. Yo, with that finger gun, who's got better finger gun games than Samoa Joe right now? Nobody. I mean, Mick Foley was the precursor. Now you got Samoa Joe with the finger guns. Bang, bang. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So let's let's okay. So probably Braun Strowman gets taken out somewhere. Of course. Um, taken out. Uh, maybe the Miz eats the pin. Either the Miz or Kane eats the pin. That's what I'm. Mm, probably the Miz. I mean, they're gonna take somebody out quickly with the uh, the, the, the you know the the, the three person power bomb thing. They call it the shield bomb now. It has it has a name. It has a name now. Yeah, whatever. We we're not calling it that. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I mean, I got the shield. This one should be. I'm hoping it's entertaining given the 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 people involved. It should be um, yeah, and they so got weapons too. Elevated okay. yeah, because Cesaro and Sheamus. And um, Seth and uh, Dean have had some pretty good tag matches together for the tag championship. You add in Strowman, you add in Kane, you add in uh, Roman to the mix. Um, you know, it should make for a pretty interesting match. Overall, I don't necessarily have high hopes for this pay-per-view. But, you know, it may surprise me. This is like a one-match pay-per-view. I mean, I'm waiting for Asuka, so that'll be good. But even, I know two, two matches. That like, yeah. may be a squash. But you know, Emma might get some moves in. <laughs> Emma might get some moves in. All right, folks. Uh, yo, let us know what you think. You can find us at Slam Bros Pod on the Twitter at Slam Bros Pod. Uh, subscribe to the SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast at. Even if you're still rocking the RSS feed. RSS feed is up. Just, just Google RSS feed, Fan Bros. You'll find it. Um, Illa, where can people find you at? Um, they can find me at IllaYC on Twitter, at YCTheChamp on Instagram. And, uh, you know, that, that's where I'm at. I be where I'm at. But I love it when people, you know, hit me up, interact. It's always a good thing. Hope you've enjoyed this 37th, 41st episode of the Slam Bros Show. Holler at us at Slam Bros Pod, you know. Follow us, share. We need friends. We need we need some loving. So uh, you know, help us get some. Play some uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. 
Uh, Ghostface, t- be proud. No doubt. Uh, yo, you can find me at Bowman12L. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Also, let us know in the comments, man. What if we cut off the WWE for a month? Just Ring of Honor. Just New Japan Pro Wrestling. How's that sound to you? Do you want to see dudes headbutting each other to death? How many 450s you want to see in a row? All the 450s? Let us know in the comments. Till then, enjoy the pay-per-view. Peace. (laughs) 